Welcome to another film review from Across the Cemetery. In today's review, we're going to go over God's Country, which was released in 2022. It was directed by Julian Higgins, and a brief synopsis on this one is A college professor gets drawn into an escalating battle of wills after she catches two hunters trespassing on her property in the remote mountains of American West. Of the American West. <laughs> it's early morning. <laughs> Yeah, we're trying to do this before work, so they usually like to do after work. <laughs> so what are your initial thoughts on, on this film? See, I thought the acting was good. Um, it's got quite a famous actress in it, Tandy Tan Wayne Newton. Um, I thought she was good, but I didn't really find that you found, like, the film didn't really come to like, a conclusion, I thought. Did you not? No. I um, thought it was quite boring. Not boring, but... Oh, I thought it was really good. Really? Put it into perspective, it's 5.6 on IMDb, 88% on Rotten Tomatoes, and 77% on Metacritic. I thought the acting was good, and I thought she was really good, but I just... Meh. I, I thought, you know, because it was called God's Country, it was like a play on like the way you say like God's favourite, God's favourite country, wasn't it? Um, um, sort of, but I think that was trying to give a bit more of a background to the the perspective of the locals. Yeah, but also, you know, we kept saying like first day, second day, fourth day. I think that was like a play on the like the creation. Oh yeah. And then mm-hmm. on the seventh day, it end like you see a drinking a beer, and that was like the seventh day rest. So like on the seventh day, yeah, 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 that's what I thought. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, hi Loki. Loki saying good morning. <laughs> um, that's really clever. I it's, it's got more clever. I, I got so quite I a lot of likes, but didn't even pick up on that. I thought it was about um, I thought it was like about religion, and it said it said that obviously it said she was in church, and her mum used to be an organist, didn't she? Um. And then, like, not a spoiler, but like the fire. I think that's like to do with Christ as well because it's like, like in the Bible, it says something like it ends in fire. Good morning. <laughs> what do you think about the film? He's just jumped onto the chair behind him and he's put his head like just above the tabletop and he's just screaming at him. I know, right? I don't know why he's been fed. He said that the film was good, but he only seen a little bit of it because he was sitting on the couch with us, and then he just decided to try and get his sister. So he just sat next to us, sort of looking at him, thinking of in an interview. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, some of the notes that I've got on this one is the thought the acting was compelling. The part didn't seem overly. Exerted, but I think that was because of the level of acting. Yeah, well, I think she like she acted a lot with her face, like her facial expressions, like when yeah. she saw that deer, like the woman that the baby deer, like mm. you see more of her face. Like, no script was required type thing. Yeah, but um, I think that was also a metaphor because of her and the mum, like because it's at the start she loses her mum. See, that's one of the other points I had. I wasn't sure who was, even after watching the whole film, I wasn't sure. It's not a spoiler because this happens right at the very start and basically the the day like the counting the days that Emma mentioned is the sort of after Yeah, so the, the film's about grief, isn't it, really? Yeah. So 
Yeah, I d- they don't really say it's her mum, but the actors say, oh, she's lost her mum. Um, she t- says briefly about when she was an ex-policewoman in New Orleans, and then she says about having to leave her mum behind. So, I think it's her mum. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I, I wasn't sure. I thought it might have been a partner. But, there we go. I wasn't, obviously wasn't paying enough attention. Something else I picked up on was, there was you know, like filler scenes where you, you find in a lot of films lately that they're sort of like, I like see without a point. Yeah, there's like they've no, gone to get coffee or something. Yeah, there's no adding to the story from it. There's no, it, it doesn't benefit the, the film in any way. Yeah, there was always like some part of the film, like it was getting filled with it the plot. Relevant. Yeah. The yeah. landscape was lovely. I thought the film where it was set was lovely. Yeah, but I put a note on that the scenery was beautiful, but maybe a metaphor for the protagonist's feelings as they were alone following the death of a loved one. In brackets, not sure who that was. Uh, yeah, because it's isolated, isn't it? Yeah, so it, she she lives in in the, the west of America, but it's it, it's in the middle of the mountain, basically. I thought it was also like um, a theme for racism. Yes, so I thought it was that. Oh, <laughs> you. You know, because she she's like the only black lady in the the film. Really, it's yeah. all like white men or a few white women. Um, did you mention that they want to have people of colour in the university where she works? Um, but then I thought, like, the two white men the me- who park on her, like, land, yeah. I feel like that's, like, a metaphor for the white men in history coming, and, in, yeah. coming and taking what they want. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, it is. So, uh, the note that but is also addresses the very real racial prejudice that still occurs around the world, even though on the face of things people are meant to be treated equally. Um, I think that was also highlighted in scenes where she goes in, wherever she goes into, there's people looking nowhere to set. Yeah, it's just the action of people looking. The policeman also, when she said the name, he said something like "that's a mouthful" or something. Yeah, but it wasn't. It was just. It was a just a normal name. name. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely did, and also. Touching on the abuse section, there was also the sexual abuse element, yeah. which was very brief. But you didn't see anything. No, the, the dad isn't a trigger warning, it's only spoke of, and it's not particularly graphic, but it's still yeah. abuse. Um, which was just sort of like hush hush and brushed under the carpet. Because it was a woman. Yeah, complaining about a man who was in a position of authority. It showed restraint as well because like, there was a bit where she threw her gun away. And I was saying to you, why she done that? Because I didn't even realise, but she done that so she wouldn't go like acting a fit of rage. Yeah. So my my thought on that was that she threw it away so she didn't use it in a in a, in a moment of grief. Yeah, but I was saying, um, go on, stupid bitch, go on, do it. <laughs> yeah. See. <laughs> All the restraint from Emma there. <laughs> no, she was basically going to go and, and attack somebody, and then just before she done it, she had. Uh, a, a wave of calm come over basically. That's probably coming from like the racism element as well. Though, like being the bigger person. Yeah, like she probably wouldn't get away with it the way that they would get away with it. Especially in that part of the world. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I thought that the main character as a whole had a, had a lot of depth, and it was slowly drip fed to the viewer, but it wasn't overkill. It was just sort of what you needed to know. Yeah. About it. It wasn't like you knew everything about it from the age of three onwards. It was you knew what you needed to know. 
and yeah. it was enough for you to sympathise with what they were going through. It's showing you in like a natural way. Like she found like a old police uniform thing or badge or like mm. a letter. Um, then she found a letter, um, a picture from New Orleans. Then she mentioned her mum. So it was like a natural way. It wasn't like forced. Like they weren't just doing it so you know. Like, yeah, I mean, there's like telltale signs. If we, if we watch back now, there probably is telltale signs when she's interacting with the police officer early in the film before we know. Well, there's this a bit where she collects the evidence and she bags it. Yeah, yeah. And he said people don't normally do this, and she said, "Well, I have." Like, and he so, says that I'm not a normal people. Yeah, like yeah. That, which isn't a spoiler because it's in the trailer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the one for animal death. Yes, you don't you don't see anything too graphic. There is a body or a hunted animal, but you only see like, the head of it. You don't yeah. really see much. Um, the lady does have a dog, and if you go on Google, or if you go on the website, does the dog die? Yeah, so spoiler, if you want to skip the spoiler, skip ahead about 20 seconds, the dog dies. Yeah, um, that's why I was saying she was a stupid bitch for throwing a gun away. <laughs> yeah, so now you see from spoilers again. It, it's yeah, I thought it was a really good film, I really enjoyed it. It was It's about an hour and 40 minutes long, there or thereabouts. I did think it was good, um, I just thought it was slow paced, I didn't think we had that much of a conclusion, but now that we've spoken about it, she sort of, she sort of, it sort of was a conclusion. It ends on like, not a cliffhanger, but you don't really, it's like subject to you, isn't it? You, mm-hmm. you don't really see what happens. She gets closure for the situation she's in, yeah. not closure for the greater situation. Yeah. There's a lot of unanswered questions towards the end, but I think it's just a case of She's gone through so much trauma at that point. That that's enough closure for her for the time being. Yeah, and she like it ends on the seventh day, and she's drinking a beer. Mm, I don't think there's going to be a second one. No, I, I think that, that was good enough to be. That was just good enough. That it, was it based was on a book as well, wasn't it? Um, I've got it here. It was adapted from a James Lee book, Winter's Life. Um, yeah, it was adapted from a story, but they changed it a little bit. They made her a woman instead of a man or something like that. I don't know why. <laughs> I think it's because it, it gives them it, it gives um, the main character a bit more sympathy and, and they, they seem a bit more vulnerable. Yeah. Being a woman by themselves in the alcohol country, which is... And arguing with men. Yeah, in rural country, predominantly men that are floating about doing yeah. business. It makes it seem more vulnerable. Yeah, it was sort of like a vigilante movie, really. Yeah, she was getting her own justice, and at yeah. times it was a bit petty, but what they were doing back was a bit petty. Yeah, exactly. And this is a horror film. No. It's, it's a thriller film. It's... I think that's why I went in with like a bad mood, because I said, I said to Josh, pick a horror film, and then we watched this, and I was like... Yeah, I watched like three trailers for things, and I was just like... No. And I was no. like, where's the horror? But it was, it was really good. I did enjoy it, but... Um... This podcast isn't just about horror, you know? I know. True crime, and all these things. This wasn't it might have been true somewhere, but it's not crime. And I know. I'm just a horror nerd. Nerd. But yeah, it was it was good. It was, it was quite an easy watch as well. I would say. Yeah, it wasn't too long. Um, it's about an hour and a half. Hour and. I just told you an hour and forty exactly. I can tell you, an hour and forty two minutes. Oh, there we go. So an hour and forty two minutes. Um. Yeah, I would recommend. I'd probably say it's about a six out of ten. That low? Yeah. I'd go eight. Really? At least, yeah. Um, so I'll go over rule and say it's seven point five. Yeah, go on then. Seven point five. Just because you're tired and you're gonna argue back with me. God's couldn't. Yeah, I've not had a coffee. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, so God's Country, we will rate it at a 7.5 out of 10. Definitely go and watch it. Um, I'll list in the description where it's available to go and watch because it was only released. It was released in January 2022, so it's about a year old. Yeah. So it should be on many, many things by now. And um, Loki says bye and thanks for listening to him. He's just sat at the top of his catchery having a wash now. <laughs> um, you can find us on Twitter at AXTheCemetery, Instagram at AcrossTheCemetery, and TikTok AXTheCemetery. You can also email us on AcrossTheCemetery at gmail.com. Um, you can email us film reviews, not film reviews, film recommendations, reviews about the podcast, that would be good. You can also leave us like a five star, because we know it's a five star, on Spotify and wherever you get your Apple podcast. No, wherever you get your podcast. And thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.